Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Chris Duhon, DeAndre Liggins, Joey Devine, Jason Richardson, Quentin Richardson, Vaughn Wafer, Sean Keen, Daniel Orton, musical guest She and Him, and now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, back with a very special Monday episode for you, Sean Keen. Permanent host, always here. How you doing? I'm good. I'm, I've been pretty much just watching the Book of Eli over and over again <laughs> since our last episode. I'm pretty sure he can see, Joey. Um, look, we're not going to litigate that again. Uh, but there is something we are going to litigate, and that is patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Oh, that's right. That yes. is our brand new Patreon. We unleashed it Friday. Uh, and I'd just like to say, hey, if you've donated, thank you so much. Um, we'll be contacting you this week with some questions. M- mainly the question is, what name do you want Don Pardo to say? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't donated, uh, you should do that. Because we're trying to make it more like a business and less like a uh, uh, a handout. So we're offering lots of cool stuff. Brand new episodes every week. Uh, a Discord chat we're trying to pop off. Hey, get in that Discord, guys. 
I don't yeah. know why I said pop off. Well, I've become a, the money's changed me, Sean. <laughs> oh, that's true. It yeah. has. <laughs> I've become You're going a crazy. Person. What, what the hell? Um, but seriously, uh, we would like the Discord chat to be a place uh, where we crack jokes uh, about the NBA and non-NBA uh, during the day. So hop on in there if you can. You can get in that for $3. But uh, if you want to add more stuff, feel free. Why am I so bad at selling things? Is this always going to be like this now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's a great... Uh, uh, we want to thank everybody that, that donated to the Patreon. Yes, Her, it's very been great. Um, we have some extra surprises, uh, a, a vibrant Discord chat. Uh, uh, brand some, new episodes every Friday. Oh, yeah. Blogs. Blogs. Blog. Oh, who, who loves a blog? <laughs> yeah, everybody loves a blog. You know that uh, vibrant industry of the printed word. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, buttons, T-shirts, mm-hmm. a sticker, which we have not yet unveiled the designs on those yet. But uh, I'll tell you this right away. Uh, that T-shirt, it's, it's a slammed up T-shirt, Sean. It's, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um, but yeah, check that out. And look. I'm poor. I get it. If you can't, you can still help us out by rating, reviewing, or subscribing to this podcast on your podcatcher. Mm-hmm. Look, we're still trying to get up those ranks on Chartable.com, yeah. America's most reliable website, so don't worry. Um, but if you if you can afford it, we're, we're trying to make this like a cool thing. So yeah, um, and if you if you have access to you know, other people's credit card numbers, you know, they might not <laughs> notice until after a month of pledges. We're not saying to use those to become a patron to round ball rock, but we're not, not saying that either. No, and that's important not. to know. Um, also, Hey, contact us, uh, at round rock pod at Twitter, um, uh, at round rock pod at gmail.com on the email. And of course you can always call us on the phone. Uh, at 323-682-0342. And speaking of phone calls, Sean. Yes. We got two this week. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Yes, that's right. One was a few days late. It was supposed to go in the the Pardo, uh, our 200th celebration Pardo, um, Mm -hmm. Pardo Pardothon. it's from Deadspin editor David J. Roth. Uh, Whoa. One of the best Twitter people. Uh, one of the best, the only editor I know. Uh, host of the Dead, the dead cast. Uh, and you know what? We- he felt bad for forgetting to call until today. But you know what? We're just happy he called it all. Uh, Ghost of Don Pardo, hit it. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring David Roth, David Roth, David Roth, David Roth, musical guest, David Roth, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Dave Roth. Um... But we got another call, Sean. Yes. Should we talk about another Deadspin celebrity, actually? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. man 
has written for Deadspin in the past. We are about to get sued by Hulk Hogan. This podcast has so much Deadspin in it. Look, I think I've said this on the podcast before. Have I? That I may have just said it on Twitter, but hey, if anyone is making the uh, <laughs> the Gawker versus Balea website move uh, movie lawsuit movie, uh, I would like to play AJ Delario in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? I'll play him in real life. Bring it on, Balea! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait, are you legally liable for that judgment now? I have no idea. Um, but <laughs> this man, you might know him from the Take It or Break It podcast. You might know him from the Hoopstery. What is the what is their Patreon podcast called? Uh, Dimes Lost Hoops Dimes and Scoops. Prousty, <laughs> Proust get ball. Um, uh, is Scotty Pippen a choker or not? Check Y or N. <laughs> um, he used to host a basketball podcast called Take It or Break It. Now he hosts a Smash Brothers podcast called mm-hmm. Take It or Break It. Yeah. Uh, we got a call from internet celebrity, uh, not at Corbin Smith NFL from. A, Corbin A. Smith on Twitter. So if you're a mm-hmm. Trump the fan. The troublemaker yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Trump fan, don't get those two mistaken. Uh, it's a call from Corbin Smith. Hey there, Corbin Smith here. Uh, was wondering which NBA player you think has the best blood. Uh, if I were to have come into a lot of money recently and were seeking some improvements in my blood composition... Who should I be buying from? Thanks a lot. I'll hang up and listen. All right, Sean. So his question mm-hmm. <laughs> was, which NBA player has the best blood? If yes. you say you were a billionaire who was in the market for a blood boy. Uh, which, you know, if the Patreon starts doing a little bit better, I think we might be. <laughs> um, can, I, can I ask Joey, before we answer this one, who do you think has the worst blood? Oh, Milos Teodosic. <laughs> yeah, like you would you would use him as a blood boy, and it's like, why am I so tired? Like, <laughs> I have to start napping in the middle of the afternoon all the time. I mean, I love Milos Teodosic, but uh, that man only eats cheeseburgers and cigarettes. He and I have the same exact diet and are the same exact age. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like Dwight Howard's blood would initially improve you, and then like you would just start doing, you would become evil. <laughs> but like your health wouldn't really suffer, but your sense of humor would would add. Yeah, it's like that. It's just... like <laughs> it's like that movie Idle Hands. Right, right. But except like, it's your bloodstream. So yeah. it's like <laughs> idle heart. It's, it's like idle tongue. Like all of a sudden, you're just doing like Stewie from Family Guy impersonations all uh-huh. the time. And just like, you're like, whoa, why am I so gassy? And <laughs> it's it's just... like liar, liar. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but the best blood, I mean, to me, this is a pretty obvious answer, I think. Who who do you think it is? It's got to be the youngest boy in the NBA. Uh, future, yeah, future MVP candidate. Because uh, you'd age backwards, right? If you put That's blood true. that young in your body, mm. uh, you'd be like a Superman. 
Yeah, it's like it's like eating a balut. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. one of those eggs that has a chick inside it somehow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could definitely see that. Um, I also think that um, I bet Victor Oladipo has really high quality blood. I worry about the singing, though. Also, he spent a lot of time in Indiana. Ooh, that's right. So just and like Orlando, being... just the diet of someone who's been in Indiana and Orlando. Look, yeah, like wonderful think cities. Like... Mm-hmm. But the food. <laughs> yeah, like like so there there is probably like as much as he got his body into shape, like yeah, Indiana, Oklahoma City. There's These gotta be a fair amount avoid. of gravy in Milwaukee. there, right? Uh-huh. Like you'd think the Greek freak had good blood, right? But it's full of funnel cake and smoothies now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Yeah. He's like he's almost defying his blood. Okay, so I think that maybe you want like a like a Gary Harris, maybe like like some too much weed some... in that blood. You can't pass the drug test for oh, Colorado, Colorado wait, blood. So so are we gonna go for? Is it Donovan Mitchell? It's not bad. Uh, I, I mean, actually, I think I don't know why I think high altitude blood is better. I, well, because you're do. Floyd Landis. Um, i i actually have an answer it's not jason tatum because that's that blood's full of chowder my man yeah and panera (laughs) panera chowder at that and Um, it's, it's also like because it's been in boston so much you're like why are there so many white blood cells that's weird uh like they're just rude to the colored cells. I think the best blood in the NBA is uh, Bam Adebayo's blood. Ooh. He's young. He's super yeah. athletic. Uh, Pat Riley has whipped that blood into shape over yeah, a season he, and a half. He took a picture of his blood, and now <laughs> it's really shaming him. Yeah, he used an electron microscope to show how much fat was in his blood. It's like, look at those. Look at your shitty platelets. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, blood out of bio. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah. All right. I I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He, your blood type would be out of bio positive. I <laughs> oh, no. We just lost five Patreon subscribers. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we get to the news? Let's get to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Um, alright, our top story, Sean. Yes. The Washington Wizards. Brace yourself. Okay. The Washington Wizards have uh, waved your favorite man. The official player of Round Ball Rock, not named Anthony Randolph. Mm Mm-hmm. Wesley Johnson. Wesley Johnson. The oldest man in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say, though, he's very old, but I probably above average blood. You don't want that age, but uh, mm. there's some wisdom in that blood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was he, he was in college until he was 23, so it was a good... <laughs> yeah, that's some smart guy blood. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's um, just three months shy 
of his 32nd birthday, Wesley Johnson waived by the Washington Wizards. Why did they do this a week before the season ended? Um, they're clearing out the the Grunfeld stink. Oh, I guess that's it. It's like he was Ernie Grunfeld's. I wouldn't be. Would you be shocked if he was Ernie Grunfeld's favorite player? Yes, because Ernie <laughs> Grunfeld would have traded for him earlier and given it for a first round draft pick if he was. Yeah, he he got him in the Markeith Morris deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> when they uh, traded Markeith Morris to the Pelicans. I know. Uh, but oh, yeah, sorry. What I will say, Sean. Uh-huh. You know what else happened today? Uh, what's that? Uh, the Clippers waved Luke Richard and Bahamute. Yeah. But wait. Here's a question I have. So they can okay, so they they've they've they waived Umbuta. He hasn't played at all this year, basically. Mm-hmm. He played three games, but yeah. he's been hurt all year. So can they add Wesley Johnson? Yeah, I would guess so. Because I thought I, there was like a well, what does it mean for the buyout deadline then? Well, I think this is an injury exception. They can only pay him oh. like eighty percent of what Luke Richard was making or whatever, but. Well, I, that seems like probably not that big a deal for a two-game contract, <laughs> right? Didn't Dante Jones sign, like, a one-game contract with Cleveland? That sounds right, yeah. Yeah, and then got fined more than the value of his salary. Mm-hmm. Getting to, oh, what, a, what a wonderful team that Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> squad was. Um. But so here's my question. Did the Clippers wave Luke Richard and Bahamute because they heard their favorite player, Wesley Johnson, was back on the market? I think yes. I think I <laughs> they're the only team that likes to employ him. Mm-hmm. They've had him a bunch. Uh, you know, I, I, he, he does play that position. Um, he does. Which is a uh, a four in a three's body. <laughs> four in a three's body coming off the bench, giving you a solid six and a half minutes of playoff basketball. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess it's I guess it is a legal move. I expect him to be there. It's weird. Wesley Johnson, um, one of the younger guys that Doc Rivers is fixated on. <laughs> Well, for those new listeners of ours, we should explain our obsession with Wesley Johnson. Uh, Wesley Johnson, for a very long time, Sean and I would play a game Mm -hmm. based around how old Wesley Johnson was. Because he is the oldest draft pick I remember. Yeah. Um, How old was he when he was drafted, Sean? Uh, Well, he was drafted just shy of his 23rd birthday, (laughs) despite being a college junior at the time. Uh, Yeah, he was he was drafted in 2010. And then three weeks later, he turned 23. (laughs) And who would have ever guessed that the Minnesota Timberwolves would have missed the playoffs for 13 consecutive seasons? I mean, we went through his draft last time we talked about Wesley Johnson, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he is 
much older than people who have retired from his draft class. Yes, that's the shocking thing. But also, I mean, look, if you had just kept Wesley Johnson this whole time, mm-hmm. you know, this is it's the ninth year of his career. Mm-hmm. So good job for that, Wesley Johnson. <laughs> now, should the Minnesota Timberwolves maybe have taken uh, Boogie Cousins instead? Probably. Paul George? Yes. <laughs> Definitely should have taken Paul George. Gordon Hayward? <sighs> Grudgingly, I would say yes. <laughs> they could have had Eric Bledsoe or Avery Bradley, who I also hate but still prefer. Anyway, Wesley Johnson. Uh, we're we're anti-Avery Bradley. Don't say that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. At least you wouldn't have had to have him. Uh, Well, and we know that why this is kind of impressive to us is that we were this was in the the real bad time of the Golden State Warriors. And in this same draft, two picks behind Wesley Johnson, uh, four picks ahead of Paul George, Mm -hmm. the Golden State Warriors drafted the even older Ekpe Udo. But at least they didn't take him third. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean, I have a question for you. Yes. How many years older than Jason Tatum is Wesley Johnson? Oh, my God. Uh, 32? <laughs> He's 11 no. years older. 11 years older. That's incredible. <laughs> so, wait. So, so Jason Tatum, when Wesley Johnson came into the NBA... Jason Tatum was like 11 years old. He was 10 years old. He was 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait, no. When he came into the NBA, I'm sorry. Yeah, like fall of 2010. Uh, in 2010, Jason Tatum was 12. Okay. It's incredible. Yeah. It's amazing. I can't believe that. This is like LeBron and LeBron Jr. playing together. <laughs> Jason Tatum and Wesley Johnson. God bless them both. Except, how weird would it be if LeBron Jun- if Bronny Jr. came in to the league when LeBron James had only been in the league for nine years? <laughs> that would have been weird. But also, what if Bronny needs a little more time to develop and he himself is drafted at like age 23? <laughs> And LeBron's just like hanging on, <laughs> desperately trying to play with him. He's like in Orlando. Hey, good, uh, good segue. Let's talk mm-hmm. about that, huh? Yes, we gotta talk some playoffs, baby. Yes, it's the NBA playoffs. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. We're going to be a championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. That's right. Playoffs, baby. <laughs> what is that? Oh, my God. Um, the Orlando Magic, Sean. You brought him up, so we had to talk about it. They made the fucking playoffs, doggy. <laughs> It's incredible. It is insanely incredible. It is. I. 
no, I have no words. The Orlando Magic are in the playoffs. And uh, you know why they're in the playoffs? It's all thanks to, we heard about it on Slammed Up last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, their wonderful point guard play by DJ Augustin. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's the, he's the number 10 player in offensive the 10th best offensive rating, player. Offensive rating or offensive efficiency. It's incredible. Um, but seriously, uh, this should get Nick Vucevic fucking paid, right? That's what's going on here. Steve Clifford and Nick Vucevic are just good. Yeah, and it's kind of, I mean, the, the Orlando Magic could win 42 games, which is <laughs> so crazy. A lot of games considering the quality of them. But yeah, the, getting huge contributions from Terrence Ross. Yeah, Terrence Ross has always been good, though. Our friend Sean Woodley, uh-huh. uh, it's his favorite Raptor ever, I believe. That's his Anthony Randolph is Terrence Ross. Wow. Terrence Ross is a lot, probably, I mean, you, you don't get to it. watch him a lot more. <laughs> yes, yeah. That, okay, you can say that. He's a lot more, he's a lot more in America <laughs> than Anthony Randolph. Uh, but let's talk about the magic. Uh, first mm. playoff appearance since the Dwight Howard trade. <laughs> Yes, it's been seven years. Which okay, is the- crazy because they won that trade easily, right? Right. Everybody thinks that they, I mean, the problem is that they immediately gave Mo Harkless away for nothing. Mm-hmm. Now, was that so much worse than signing him to the contract the Blazers eventually gave him? Yeah, that was worse. That was worse. Mm-hmm. They should have just kept him. Um <laughs> But yeah, even though they won, that's how destructive that Dwight Howard trade was. Um, it like it put every team involved into a spiral. Um, the Nuggets basically collapsed after 2013. Mm-hmm. Aren't they back in the playoffs? Did they make the playoffs at any time in the middle there? I don't think they did. No, they did not. Um. <laughs> The Lakers had one Dwight year and have now missed for six years mm-hmm. in a row. And the Philadelphia 76ers intentionally like crashed their team into a pit right. of quicksand. <laughs> Until uh, our man Brian Colangelo Sully Sullenbergered them out, right? Yeah, he finally... That's the story it. we're going to start telling. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because uh, much like Sully Sullenberger, the wings of his giant collar... <laughs> Uh, say, saved them all <laughs> when a goose named Andrew Bynum got stuck in the engine. <laughs> and he decided to land the 76ers plane in the sewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it took them seven years to make it back from a trade they won. They won. <laughs> but just, that's how powerful the Dwight Howard stink is. I mean, the Rockets... He's like like human Chernobyl. (laughs) The Rockets became, like, the best team in the league right after he left, too. Yeah. Once he was finally gone, it was like, hey! (laughs) We're we're, we're gonna be the champs now. (laughs) Like, what? Hey, at least he got Ernie Grunfeld finally fired for our friend, our Wizard fans' friends. You know? Yeah. Do you think Dwight? It, it probably it was Dwight. 
100%. That's the Dwight Howard curse. Just following him around. Well, and Uh, Steve Clifford had to, like, go into the wilderness before rescuing Orlando. That that team that made the playoffs, um, Don Pardo mentioned a few of their names up top. It is a crazy group of people that on like the last Orlando magic playoff team. It big baby, Earl Clark, Ryan <laughs> Anderson, Larry Hughes, Deandre Liggins, JJ Reddick, Ish Smith, Didn't Hito, you say Jason Richardson, Jason Richardson and Quentin Richardson, Vaughn wafer. Like what a weird group of dudes. This was, this sounds like a team that I would have built in like NBA 2k 10. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. And the and the assistant coaches include Steve Clifford, Patrick Ewing, and Mike Malone's dad. <laughs> I wonder if Mike Malone's dad is like an old white man from a Spike Lee movie. Yeah, he's he does he sound like Danny Aiello? <laughs> he's like a prominent uh, figure in the early life of my, Michael Jordan. Because he unsuccessfully tries to recruit him away from Dean Smith. <laughs> and at one point, Jordan's like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm just going to North Carolina. You don't have to. Yeah. Wow. I can't. It's crazy to think about the neutron bomb of a trade that that Dwight Howard trade was like some wild shit, man. Just like wreckage for those franchises for half a decade. <laughs> And some of them didn't even have Dwight Howard on their team. It was just the radiation of him. Yeah, like the Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets had no actual part in that transaction, but like, but they took Andre Iguodala for free. That's basically yeah, all like, that hey, happened. Andre Iguodala, that that nothing will go wrong with that. And then it's like George Carl gets fired. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, congratulations to those, all those four or five Orlando Magic fans. Oh, hey, if you're an Orlando Magic fan, I want to hear from you. Actually, they probably do have a fair amount of fans. They had Shaq, they had Dwight Howard. Yeah, they had, uh, there were enough people in the Bay Area of California with Orlando Magic starter jackets in the 90s. Yeah, I was one of them. Yeah, they can't have given up completely. Yeah, I also had a Florida Marlins hat. Oh shit! You're a teal boy. Um, I have to say it was amazing to see a picture of Evan Fournier in a 2019 Southeast Division Champions <laughs> T-shirt. Which I'm like, that is perfect. That is, that's the Evan Fournier swag that I expect. Here's the thing about the Magic. Uh-huh. Um, they do have guys who are who have been, like, pretty good NBA players the whole time, just in roles they're not supposed to be in. Like, Vucevic and Fournier and Ross and Augustine are all guys who, like, would be, like, on a in the bench rotation of, like, a playoff team in, like, the West. It's just they've... Like, Evan Fournier is probably pretty close to being, like, a... The Orlando Magic all-time leading scorer at this point, right? It's close. I <laughs> he's got to be up there, right? <laughs> uh, because 
all the it's crazy how short a time even the people that are on the magic a long time still no one ever plays their whole career on the Orlando Magic mm-hmm. unless their career is like one year long. Do you know who the uh the career leader in games for the Orlando Magic is? Is it Nick Anderson? It is Nick Anderson. I thought that was the case. Uh but but after that it's like I mean Dwight is pretty much up there in everything. It's Jameer Nelson, then oh, Dwight. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> then Pat Garrity. Pat Garrity's number four. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Then Daryl Armstrong. See, like, Daryl Armstrong makes sense. Pat Garrity played 513 <laughs> games, and that's fourth. Then he do. Just over six seasons is enough. <laughs> then he do Turkaloo. Then Vucevic, then Dennis Scott, then Horace Grant. <laughs> God, it doesn't even seem like Turkaloo was on the team that long. <laughs> Jeff Turner? Who the hell is that? Okay, so Evan Horace Grant, a guy who had who was more famous for being on a team before that and after that, <laughs> and he's ninth. So Evan Fournier is already seventh all time in three point in three pointers made. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and he's not that far away from leaping up to fifth to passing Richard Lewis. Uh, he's only ten away. <laughs> He's he's already passed. Well, let's let's just say he's already passed him in attempts. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> OK, so luckily for Magic fans, Evan Fournier is not in the top 10 in points. Nikola Vucevic, <laughs> though, is fifth all time in Orlando Magic points <laughs> scored. It's very well, he's second in rebounds. <laughs> These leaders are crazy because what's weird is it's a lot of famous guys. Really famous guys. Uh, so in points, it goes Daryl Armstrong at 10. Okay. Dennis Scott. Uh-huh. Penny Hardaway. Hito okay. Turkaloo. Shaq. Nick Vucevic. Jameer Nelson. Tracy McGrady. Nick Anderson. Dwight Howard. Wow. Tracy McGrady is third. Did you say? Yeah, he's third. How many years was he on the Orlando Magic? Four or five, right? Yeah, that's four years. Yeah. <laughs> and he's third in points. Now, he was very good. He was amazing. But it still should be someone that played more than four years. <laughs> oh, what a team. Congratulations. <laughs> and where are I think are they going to be the sixth seed? Now? Here is something that's going to blow your mind. Uh-huh. Alfred Payton, yeah, is seventh all time in assists. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I am I am dumbfounded. It's Jameer Nelson, Scott Skiles, Daryl Armstrong, Anthony Hardaway, Nick Anderson, Hedo, Alfred Payton, T Mac, Vucevic, and Shaw, and Brian Shaw. Vucevic is nine? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good for it. Look, I. I definitely like him. We've, we've been pro Nick Vucevic for actually a for long a while. time. <laughs> yeah, but still, like, like how many assists do you think 
Nick Vucevic has averaged <laughs> for his career. He's averaging 3.8 right now. Which is a lot for a center, actually. Like, it's yeah, pretty it's good. Pretty good. <laughs> career, he gets 2.4 a game. And he still is in the top 10 all time for the Orlando Magic. Wow. Uh, now, do they get are they are they gonna they have a bunch of salary cap space this summer, right? Because of all the money they get from canceling the Special Olympics. <laughs> uh the other thing I was curious about was who was the Orlando Magic's uh number one celebrity fan? Uh and... it's let me see if I can figure this out. Okay. <sighs> Who is like the most Orlando celebrity? Is it Bubba the Love Sponge? Speaking of uh, Gawker versus Bollea. He might be. He's probably in Tampa, right? Not. (laughs) Oh, he's definitely a Tampa celeb. Um. Well, it the the number one guy that came up. Oh, it's the general. Right, the cartoon, <laughs> the general? cartoon general from the general oh. ads. Yeah, I thought he and Shaq met when Shaq was like in Cleveland. Oh yeah, you're probably right. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, it's Tiger Woods. Oh, of course it's Tiger Woods. And uh, also has had trouble winning in the last seven years. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that he's still their undisputed number one celebrity fan too. Is Joey Fatone number two? I don't. I think Fatone has left. It might be that guy. Um, what? What's that? Who's what? Who's the producer? Oh, that he's in prison, right? Or dead? <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy who put together all those boy bands. Uh huh. Yeah, he's got to be in prison or dead. <laughs> Um, Would you call him the founder? There are a lot of... Lou Pearlman. Lou Pearlman. He is dead. He is dead. I'm looking at... Uh, Oh, oh, do you know what he got... Do you know what he did go to prison for, though? uh, Tax evasion. Uh, He was accused of running one of the longest-running Ponzi schemes in history, leaving $300 million in debt. Uh money laundering conspiracy and making false statements during a bankruptcy mm-hmm. uh, and he died in prison also one of his nicknames uh i don't know if these come from the same people who do the basketball reference one two nicknames big papa mm-hmm. and the other one is incognito johnson <laughs> uh so i'm looking at a list of Wikipedia, the list of people from Orlando, Florida right now, Sean. Uh-huh. Uh, can I just read off some names to you real quick? Yeah, please. Billy Bean. Wayne Brady. Uh-huh. Carrot Top. Uh-huh. Choo Choo Coleman, an MLB catcher from 61 to 66. Ha Ha Clinton Dix. <laughs> uh-huh. Johnny Damon. 
are these all Orlando Magic super fans? Uh, this is just a list of people from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carrot Tufts from Orlando. You never would have thought. Uh, <laughs> Mandy Moore. Oh, yeah. well, that, that makes sense. AJ that... Pierzynski. <laughs> oh, of course. Warren Sapp. Scott Stapp. Oh, I bet Scott Stapp's still in Orlando. I bet he likes the magic, right? I mean, he's more of a Florida Marlins fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, heard he's, we've heard fly. Yeah, we've all heard fly Marlins fly. <laughs> Daniel Tosh. <laughs> wow. I'm get uh, there's you're you either have a crazy name or a giant Adam's apple, it seems like, if you're from Orlando, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um but should we talk about the other playoff team? Yes, let's do it. Uh also big up Steve Clifford. Good job, buddy. Yeah, congratulations, dude. Uh you got fired for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Uh-huh. Probably very sweet that Charlotte is not making the playoffs after this. Uh, but you know who is making the playoffs, Sean? Who's that? The Brooklyn Nets, baby! Ooh, they're back! Um, they did it! Uh, as as Keith Parrish has detailed, they made the worst trade in NBA history. They tanked. They had no draft picks. And they came back and they still have won a playoff game more recently than the Lakers. <laughs> Um, so my first question, Sean, Uh how are the people of Brooklyn celebrating right now? Um, I mean, they're, they're nuts about their nets. You know what I mean? They love it. They They love love the nets nets over there. Um, okay. So I think they aren't taking their earbuds out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe, um, you're just you're just marathoning that last season of girls. You know, you're maybe um get getting a uh, getting a, a gourmet sandwich from a food truck, mm-hmm. paying paying nineteen dollars and fifty cents for it, uh two kombuchas and uh and Joe Harris is at your house. He likes to hang out. <laughs> According to Zach Lowe, he'll he'll come to you. Um, I think they're seeing a uh, a uh, a DJ set by a member of Grizzly Bear at McLaren Pool. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Right. <laughs> and uh, one guy was like, "Woo, the Nets won!" And everyone's like, "What? Yeah, what are the Nets?" <laughs> Like, oh, no, 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 I think Pitchfork wrote about him. Oh. <laughs> wow, that is such an antiquated... We have... Who is even a hipster band anymore, Sean? I don't even know, because I was going to make a joke about how... I wasn't sure who was DJing. Was it Chris Bear or uh, Constantine <laughs> Grizzly? Which member of that band? Um, Here's a question, though. Uh-huh. They're playing the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, that's uh, the projection, right? Yeah. Yeah, which means JJ Reddick's home family that lives in Brooklyn mm-hmm. yeah. is gonna 
it it's going to get precarious for him because his second secret family that he has in Philadelphia is also going right. to want to come to these games. Yeah, and so it's going to be like that's that's how the the Sixers are going to be vulnerable because you know, like they need JJ Redick to stretch the court. Um because and he can't just be like running from one side of the arena to the other, being like, "Hey, how's it going, regular family?" Huh? Oh, I just gotta. And they notice like when he's on one side of the court, he has like a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna have to bring in his um his brother uh, TJ Reddick, mm-hmm. and and they're gonna have like like he's gonna pretend to be him basically. Here's a question: Do you think? Uh, either of the families would notice if he just painted tattoos on Jim or Fredette. Um, no, no, that's what Jimmer's around for, right? <laughs> yeah, put some put some tattoos on him. Get Jimmer. A, I don't know if Jimmer's hair would would reject like a razor to make it a cool haircut. <laughs> Jimmer's like, no, why aren't you using cut cut my hair with only things you could find in like the kitchen of a bakery? Why are you cutting my hair without putting a bowl on top of my head and then cutting around? Yeah. (laughs) Which is also known as the singler in my house. Okay. Oh, oh, I like that. Uh, I could use what if you know what? That's that's somebody the Clippers could think about signing. Here's another question for you. Yeah. Uh, which Brook, which celebrity Nets fans are uh, who? In fact, who's the biggest celebrity New York Nets fan? Well, you know, it's according to the internet, it's Jay Z. It's not Jay Z. It's not. He doesn't even live there anymore. So I'm trying to think who is the big. Is it Ethan Hawke? Like, is he even <laughs> disgraced because the Knicks kicked him out? I don't think it's Ethan Hawke. Is it Charles Oakley? Okay, <laughs> I'm on Ranker.com right now, who oh. apparently ranked the celebrity Nets fans. Yeah, yeah, the science of ranking. They have Beyonce as one, again, not a Nets fan. You know who their two is? <laughs> There's no way this guy's a Nets fan. Who is it? Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill Clinton's the number two Brooklyn Nets <laughs> fan? Ranker says, but there's no way this is true. He probably went to one game. (laughs) Yeah, maybe even that. They have David Beckham at five. Just because he has a child named Brooklyn? No, there's a picture of him at a Nets game. These are all pictures that they got off of, like, (laughs) the internet of these people at Nets games, but... Like, Paul McCartney is not a Nets fan. That's their number six. I've seen that video. <laughs> I looked at a gallery of, of people at Mets games, and it was all, like, members of the New York Yankees. <laughs> like, that's not... <laughs> okay, they have yeah, Jimmy Fallon at eight. I actually believe Fallon might be a Nets fan, right? He's a fan of like every team. Yeah, but also wouldn't he be like, oh, it's cool. Nobody likes Nets. What if I became a Nets fan? <laughs> I bet he has been to way more Knicks games because he is getting free tickets from Lorne Michaels. Fair point. <laughs> um, Fabulous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it might be Fabulous. Let's just say it's Fabulous, right? 
Yeah, sure. It's that a picture that of sounds... him wearing Nets gear. <laughs> well, that 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 goes a long way, I but guess. But also, there's a picture of Paul McCartney's son wearing Nets gear. Should we just? You know what? I'm Paul calling McCartney's it right now. Son. Paul McCartney's son is the number one Nets fan. Uh, Apparently, they they have a one celebrity fan named uh, Mr. Whammy. He might be dead. <laughs> he was, was 77 a couple of years ago. But it, was he from Brooklyn? Or was he just um, a Nets fan? You know, he, he, I think he was probably from New Jersey. No, he's still alive. He's still alive. Uh, uh, is... But yeah, he, he is 82 years old. And... Uh, Wow. Let me let me give you a little info on. Are you okay with some info on Mr. Whammy? The uh, uh, you mean uh, Clipper Daryl East? Of course. Clipper Daryl East. Bruce Resnick uh, <laughs> apparently is the number one fan. Has a number one jersey. I kind of think of that as a uh, Joe Johnson jersey. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Sean. Will you please use his full name? Uh, seven time All Star and future Hall of Famer Joe Johnson. Yes, that's correct. Uh, he is a lawyer. His name is Bruce Resnick. He said season tickets for the last 18 years. Apparently in New Jersey, too. Um, and LeBron James asked him to be removed from his usual spot behind the the hoop. And, and Mr. Whammy's quote was LeBron is a crybaby. I know it was him that asked the security to make me move. He doesn't like that I make him miss. He thinks he's more powerful than anyone in the NBA. Wow. Didn't realize there was such a feud between Mr. Whammy and LeBron James. There is not a feud between Mr. Whammy and LeBron James. I'm going to say this right now. Somebody else asked for him to be moved, right? (laughs) I think it was probably LeBron. <laughs> a fan has never an made NBA a player official, miss a free throw. An, an NBA player uh, official at the time confirmed James's complaint against the septuagenarian superfan. What was he doing? Um, he he heckles players in an attempt to make them miss. Looks like he just kind of waves his arms in a weird way. Hmm. Well, let me let me watch him try to distract Kyle Lowry here. Uh, you need to set uh say uh, you need to send this to the Discord on our Patreon dot com slash round uh, rock true. pod tomorrow. Yeah, so this is this is Mr. Whammy. Oh boy, he's he just seems like he's an old man waving his arms. <laughs> I could also see LeBron being like, "Fuck that old man." <laughs> You know what? I'm with LeBron on this one. I've never seen this guy. I haven't seen this video. Uh, But I'm with LeBron on this one. Fuck that old man. (laughs) Uh, Sean, do you have Nets fever? I do. I'm excited. What do you think their chances are against Philadelphia? Uh... Poor, but I I could see them taking like two games. I I just don't I don't think Philly is so much better than it's them. It's Dinwiddie's time to shine, baby. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they got like 
you know, Jared Allen. They got Dinwiddie. They got a uh, three point ice in his veins. Yeah. D'Angelo uh, Russell, Mr. Ice in his veins, who look, I know he's been really good this year and stuff. Uh, I don't expect those weird floaters that have just been going in to go in in the playoffs. I just have a, a sneaking suspicion about Mr. Ice in his veins. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but a lot more shooting. The thing they can do against Philadelphia is take a really large amount of three-point shots. And You know what's uh, going to happen, though, in this series? What's that? Jared Allen is going to get dunked on so much. He, I could see Joel Embiid making that a real priority. And Ben Simmons. <laughs> Uh, and Jared Allen rules, by the way. Big Jared Allen fan, but uh, yeah, dude also doesn't care that when he gets dunked on. Um, yeah, that's, that's which is thing. the best part about guys like Jared Allen. Yeah, and you know, I could see Damari Carroll really, really oh. bothering Jimmy Butler. No one bums me out more than Damari Carroll. I'm going to be honest. I think he's the NBA player, the number one NBA player in the NBA right now. Where I just watch him and I'm like, this is a bummer. Oh, just because he's old now? No, he always bummed me out. Oh. Something about, like, a balding man with dreadlocks that just yeah, bummed me it's out. Yeah, it's a rough look. <laughs> he's like... he's it, it, it reminds me of... Because it reminds me of Latrell Sprewell, but it just but he's so much balder. It reminds it feels me like there of is a Elvis sadness. Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> the film critic... <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Sean, could, should we get a little weepy here real quick? Let's go a little weepy. Okay. Uh, it was the last regular season at Oracle uh, uh, game at Oracle Arena before um, the Golden State Warriors moved to uh, their gentrification palace in San Francisco. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and the Golden State Warriors players chose to wear the We Believe Warrior jerseys as a surprise mm-hmm. in their last game. Yeah, for the first time since 2007. That is not the, the it is Bob not Fitzgerald. Warriors announcer Bob Fitzgerald did say it was the first time since 2007, which is not true. That's uh, definitely they were true. wearing them in like 2010. My man Anthony Randolph Steph wore Curry them. Wearing Steph them. Curry yeah. wore one. <laughs> um. I believe Ekbe Udo even wore them. I mean, these new jerseys they wear are David Lee jerseys that they come yes. with David Lee. <laughs> so <laughs> he brought them with him from his graphic design job or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he got he he, he was interning there during the summer. <laughs> um, but uh I was not prepared to actually get sad watching that clip, but it did make me sad. Well, and, you know, it's really it feels like. Yeah, for me, I realized it was their last game, regular season game at Oracle. I mean, you know, in part of it, I was like, well, they're probably going to play a few games. Right. But this crowd to me felt like maybe uh, half of them won't be able to afford some of those playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like this is the one where the 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 nerds who are going to be pulling on their t-shirt over, over their, their crisp, crispy crispy dress shirts. Crisp dress shirts. <laughs> those guys did not go to the 5:30 p.m. Sunday Clipper game. Right. 
yeah, so this is this was the last guess for a certain this kind of fan. The last real Oracle Arena game. Uh, the Can fans we just say real... that? <laughs> yes, yes. Everything from now on, that was the last legitimate Golden State Warriors game, and uh, from now on, it will all be, you know, based on tech companies and biotech companies that are essentially one step up from miss from uh lou perlman's giant ponzi scheme let's I be heard, honest um they're actually gonna do a silent disco night at chase Center. <laughs> oh that'll be cool yeah yeah because actually you don't need an in arena dj when everybody just has their earbuds in already so that's a good idea uh they're also gonna do uh, like a vr helmet night mm-hmm. where um all the guys are wearing their VR helmets and the game is being played to no one. Yeah. And that's the one that uh, Nate Duncan and Dan LaRue are going to do the play by play for finally. <laughs> They've been working on it. Uh, anyway, I, I will say that the, we believe warrior Jersey is an interesting choice to wear as your last game at Oracle arena. Um, because at the time, no one liked those jerseys. <laughs> no, no, they 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 are like two NBA jerseys that have looked uh, way too much like the Toon Squad jerseys worn uh-huh. in the movie Space Jam. It's them and then the current Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. Um, but uh, because Baron Davis dunked on uh, Kirilenko, um, mm-hmm. they're cool now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, good job. Uh, fuck you, Chase Center. Fuck you, Tech Billionaires. Unless you donate to my, if you're done, our Patreon at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Steph wore, Steph wore a Monte Ellis jersey tonight, which is amazing. Uh, I can't tell if Monte Ellis would have been touched by that or still kind of mad. No, mad, dude. Yeah, I think definitely mad. He's like, uh, they blew it. Well, meanwhile, Steph Curry definitely wore that as like a nice guy move because he was like, this was the veteran who was here when I came. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But uh, he also, Monte Ellis, was mad when they drafted Steph Curry. And on media day said they can't play together before they'd even attempted to play together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Monte Ellis, not actually a point guard. No. At any point. Was, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm going to miss the real Warrior fans. Mm-hmm. Not going to miss those crispy shirts, though. Well, let's starch up those collars, Sean. Let's we'll wear them to Chase Center. To <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be here to stay if Kevin Durant leaves, dude. <laughs> Suddenly it's like, oh, no, we blew it. <laughs> um, All right. And uh, speaking of Kevin Durant's future team, yes. uh, our man, one of my favorite players in the NBA, Mario Hazonia, beat his career high of 29 points last week. He scored 30 on the Wizards, putting up uh. 36, 5, and 2. Look, we don't talk about stats on this uh, podcast unless it comes... Uh, unless it deals with Mario Hazonia being awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, just just <laughs> brought so much heat tonight. Mario Stadzonia is... We love him. 
here's a question I have for you, Sean. Yes. Do the Knicks even need Kyrie or KD when they already have Mario? No, no, they don't. <laughs> you got a high draft pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find a taker for uh, Foxy Noxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, you build around Mario and Zion. And Trier. Trier's yeah, your third, man. Trier's your good. Dudes. Oh, and Mitchell Robinson, who's actually yeah. been really good. So you play you play the, the, the triple towers lineup of <laughs> Rob, uh, Mitchell Robinson, Luke Cornett, Zion Williamson. <laughs> Mario's playing the point and the two. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, D- DSJ, DS Jr.? Ugh. Ellenson, six man of the year, Henry Ellison. <laughs> Ellenson. <laughs> Surprise American citizen, Hel- Henry Ellenson. Uh, all right, Sean, let's talk about your personal news. We'll get to oh, this yes. other stuff later in the week. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So, Sean, last night of the season, you're going mm-hmm. to see Clippers jazz. I am seeing the Clippers and the jazz. Um, What made you choose this game? Uh, one of my friends had at least one free ticket and possibly will not be able to go at all. Wrong answer. Oh, sorry. I did it out of my deep and abiding respect for the Utah Jazz. That's correct answer. I want to see that team culture in person fighting their way to a guaranteed number five seed, but giving no quarter all the way. Uh, you know what I, uh, you know what I do when I go to, uh, Clippers games? What's that? I respect the Condor, baby. Oh, he's so good. Uh, we got to play that drop, right? The Condor. Have you seen the Condor? It's not easy to be a comedian in the morning. That's why they're nightclubs. All right. What happened the last time you were there, Sean? The last time I was there, Bobon broke the rim mm-hmm. by dunking without Yeah, jumping. you were there on the season opener, right? Uh, yes, I was. So do you generally just read the first page of a book and then the last page of the book and nothing in between? I mean, for an L.A. Clippers season, that's not a terrible (laughs) approach to take. Man, this Clipper team is fun and good, though. Yeah, yeah. It was actually a really fun experience. I had a great time. I wish I had gone to more Clipper games this year. You should have went to the one I went to. Which one did you go to? Clippers versus Doncic, baby. Oh, <laughs> the that's monster incredible. Doncic game. The the Dirk's Dirk's last game. <laughs> Remember where uh, oh, Doc yeah. Rivers where, stopped you... the game for, without God. calling a timeout? What if he stops the game at the end just to tell people to respect Rudy Gobert that more? Would that would be, be so tight. tight. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, um, I've got to say, I mean, we'll get into this more lately. Yeah. But these two teams, to me, are like uh the real playoff teams i look to as being like real spoilers um yeah definitely i think both of these teams are going to win a round i'm going to say this I'm, right now i don't know as much as so the clippers are currently the 8 but they could easily be I the 6 i think they're going to be the 6th yeah i don't think utah can be anything but the 5 but they could play Denver, Houston, or Portland, potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, most likely, it's going to be Portland. But, uh, yeah, like, look, I don't think the Clippers can take the Warriors, but what if they ended up with the Nuggets? I think, I mean, I love the Nuggets, but uh, I think they'd have a hard time. 
It's a dangerous. It's a dangerous Clippers team. Yeah. Uh, Harold the the Harold um, Lou Williams combo is really really crazy. It's like yeah, they were lineup. starting and- tonight. <laughs> Well, it's just like two guys that are very difficult to guard. I I honestly think I thought they were maybe uh, not playing the most damaging lineup possible when they lost to the Lakers. It seemed like they might have been phoning it in a little bit, but I, I don't know if they were trying to dodge the Rockets. I mean, I think Doc Rivers also just sometimes uh, docks out, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, and like, kind of forgets to play his best lineup. I uh-huh, really think uh-huh. that happens sometimes. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I think Doc Rivers maybe should be coach of the year. All right. Um, are you going to yell at Billy Crystal? Uh, only, only things like I loved seven hundred Sundays. <laughs> that was exactly the right amount of Sundays. <laughs> I'm probably going to ask him uh, if he can dig the Clippers. Sean, can you do me a favor? What's that? Okay, so this friend you're going to this game with. uh, Yes. How embarrassed is your friend of bad behavior? Uh, Relatively tolerant. He is a medical doctor, however. Would he be okay if you brought a big sign that said, Billy Crystal, go on round ball? No, that'd that'd be great. I don't even think that's bad behavior. <laughs> All right. Well, you're bringing a sign, a big sign that says Billy Crystal. Billy go Crystal on go ball. on round ball. <laughs> and then the back of it just says patreon.com slash round rock pod. Yeah, perfect. Um, All right. I think that's our show, right? I think that's good. I guess we should update our fans as to what's going on. Um, We're going to be on Mondays now. Yes. Uh, Mondays, and then if we're putting out two free episodes, that one will be on Wednesday, and then your Patreon-exclusive episode comes out Friday. Yes. Okay. Sean, yeah. what what do you want, want to plug? Um, you should check out uh, the Everything Report on Instagram. Um, check out my Game of Thrones as athletes thing. The end of this week, it'll be out. I think on Friday. And uh, should I should I talk about the song here? Um, if you want to. So, um, as you know, the most look we we got a Patreon. That's great, and um, but we still need to go viral. That's the thing. And the best way to go viral is with a very half-assed parody song mm-hmm. about an athlete um when where you barely change the lyrics we've been changing the lyrics a little too, too much. much we've been I changing them the too much yeah yeah so that's because grantland that's... jr they like barely change the lyrics at all no, not at all so i decided <laughs> i needed to get more simplistic and i reached out to um one of my favorite directors uh a guy named fred durst <laughs> and he was generous enough to give us permission to do uh, our new parody song, which is called I Did It All for the Luca. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so so thank you, Fred. Thank you, Wes. Uh, thank you, Twiggy. <laughs> thank you, um, Trey Cool. Is he the drummer of that band? 
Trey Cool is not the drummer of that band. Oh, no. Limp Biscuit. Okay, uh, but all the biscuits and uh, everybody in Limp Nation. <laughs> and speaking of Limp Nation, um, yeah, we're we're also open to uh, add more ad reads for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Uh, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where for 2715, I tweeted, I always get car sick when I sit in the backseat of Lincoln Town Cars. <laughs> That's. It's weird. Oh, man. I, you know what? I'm going to read another one just because I <laughs> forgot about this one. This one is good. <laughs> on 22615, I tweeted, That fucking dress is black and blue. Is everyone else on drugs? Timeless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shut it down. Oh, trust the oh, process. Yeah, trust the process. Uh, shut it down. <laughs> is everyone do drugs and look at that dress? What? Number 77. I came into this world as a maverick. Look at Cuban's Twitter. Then you'll see that dude's getting flamed. Distracting us from the rookie of the year race. Everyone but Lucas trying to get second place. Hey, I think about the trade. They traded him away on draft day. He couldn't dress as Jay. Now he's staying with John Collins and his plane. And never played a single game with Carmelo. Salary dump. Salary dump. Sorry dump, sorry dump, sorry dump, sorry dump, sorry dump. Is Wendell Carter bad? No. Is Wendell Carter good? No, it's kinda weird. Bowling's favorite movie is the crudes. You would think it would be Aiden, but there ain't no D at all. Devin Booker's got the ball. Maybe it could be Kevin Knox, but he sucks on the block. Unlike JT, he's no straight shot. Hey, what the fuck? It is not SGA. I won't glow when you see the vote. I did it all for the Luca. The Luca. So you can take your rookie and stick him up your, stick him up your, stick him up your, stick him up your. I did it all for the Luca, the Luca. So you can take your rookie and stick him up your, stick him up your, stick him up your, stick him up your. Why did they drop Mo six? Why they had Vucevic? Huh? John Isaac will preach, gonna skip it. And Jaron Jackson's son can be pretty fun, but he won't win it. It's not a fake. Sexton went at eight. He's a combo guard. The game will stagnate. He causes some drama. Defense like grandma in pajamas. And he's from Alabama. Hey, like Forrest Gump. 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 I did it all for the Luca. The Luca. So you can take your rookie and stick him up your. Stick him up your. Stick him up your. Stick him up your. I did it all for the Luca. The Luca. So you can take that rookie of your, stick him up your, stick him up your, stick him up your. Hey, this is the ghost of West Borland. The only thing I hate more than being in the band Limp Biscuit is a disingenuous MVP awards ballot from an NBA voter. It's very clear. Giannis is the MVP. Luka Doncic is Rookie of the Year. And Coach of the Year is Jim Boyland, who I met at Woodstock 99 when he helped calm down the pit during break stuff. Dude's got a beautiful soul. Hey, Luka Doncic was born in 1999, too. I wonder if he was conceived on the Warp Tour. Hey. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.